Hello guys, and welcome to a very special episode of the After School Special Show. I'm Ian. And I'm Avik. Uh, I know we say that every single time we have a show, but today is actually a very special uh, edition because we... You can probably we, feel it in your ear holes. <laughs> we have some new digs. Um, we, we got an upgrade. We traded in that old beat-up uh, Chevy that Kawhi Leonard drives. <laughs> we traded in for LeBron's uh, mom's Lambo. Oh, yeah. She's probably got a couple. And we've got a couple of sweet mics here. Yep. So uh, we we really hope you guys like our new sound. And we probably sound really suave and sexy. If I speak really slowly and just start making noises on the mic, it's going to feel super good. <laughs> <laughs> but we're really excited to... Uh, to premiere our yeah. new studio, but but same old show, guys. Nothing's changed. We're 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 big Hollywood no, now, but we're nothing... we're still humble. Yeah. Again, we still we're still driving our '95 uh, Chevy. Yeah, it's just got a nicer engine now. Yeah. So um, we're gonna kick it off here. I am so 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 excited about this one. Okay. Um, we're gonna kick it off with some trailer talk. Yeah. All right. And, that's uh, what I was thinking. I wasn't. Sure. I don't. I don't know if you guys saw this this little trailer. This little trailer that I saw multiple times uh, for, um, what is it? Was it? If you just happen to be one of those millions of fans of a big franchise, they call it Star Wars. Oh, <laughs> you know? Rogue One, man. Oh, yeah. My palms are, are perspirating just <laughs> thinking about it. Mom, spaghetti is everywhere, <laughs> dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, uh, it, it was awesome. Like, I, this is, a uh, one thing I like about the new Star Wars sort of reboot is that we're not just going to get, like, here's episode eight here's episode nine or like whatever seven eight nine you know we're getting now a pause in between the last star wars and the new one it's gonna be rogue one mm-hmm. um and this is even going back further this is in between three and four. Oh yeah yep that's so, very true i mean i what i really like about this movie and i know was it i forget if it was my most anticipated movie oh yeah year. rogue one was, i think so I, okay mm-hmm. well this just validates it even more <laughs> I know we talked a lot about universe building in our previous show, mm-hmm. but You're right. I really like this form of it where we have this very solid universe already. I mean, Star Wars is one of the best books, most we have movies, flushed out yeah. Yeah, comics. Um, I'm so interested to see all these gaps filled. And yeah. some of these spinoffs are a lot more unnecessary than others. I don't think we need a young Han Solo movie. But yeah. I love how they were able to take, like, one line from episode four and turn it into this movie. And it's, like, a very – I mean, it's a really interesting plot line. Yeah, exactly. And, like, what what really amazes me about – this is what I think universe building is, like, meant for, you know? There's, like, questions that you didn't even really have that they're going to go ahead and answer just to strengthen the rest of the story. Uh, and so that's what's really exciting about Star Wars because I think we've never seen an actual, like, war – movie around star wars you know we've had like some politics and you know the first three movies which are all just kind of sitting and talking uh <laughs> and then we had some some jedi drama for like the past uh you know for the newest ones and the, and the originals but now we're starting to see like kind of a little bit of both we got action and some politics going on uh some old characters were brought back uh from the political days mm-hmm. um and so now it's all kind of coming together to like form what Star Wars like really is I think that, yeah. yeah and I'm I'm really looking forward to the the Porkins um his role in this oh yeah <laughs> yeah that should be interesting because <laughs> he's not dead in this world yeah that's Porkins true. is still uh, alive and well some dude some Jar Jar action who would you uh <laughs> who would you get to play Porkins uh 
I don't really know if I have a person in <laughs> mind. Let's just CGI him like the rest of the way. <laughs> like just everything. Just a CGI fat guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, no, but I am I'm so hyped for this movie. I love I forget who said this, but I love that Jedi aren't even gonna be a part of this. Mm-hmm. I know we'll talk about this a little bit later. I don't know I want to talk about it, but Darth Vader is rumored to be in this movie. Yep. Even maybe played by Hayden Christensen. This maybe. was also a rumor for like the seventh movie, I think, when it was. Or uh, like they said that maybe maybe, maybe he makes it an appearance, but like a, I believe it a for this one. Yeah, yeah. But I'm really looking forward to, as you said, like a, a war movie. This really, really looks like a war movie. You could see it in the trailer with the the color tone. Yeah, there's fu- freaking like dead bodies. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're and clone bodies, but they're still. You dead. see, yeah. I love a lot of these, like just the really, really quick shots of. Uh, like the rebel pilots being, you know, handcuffed, led away by stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. Also, old stormtroopers are back. Yes, so and some that. new ones. And some new ones. You had that like death squad. Yeah, there's like an elite death squad, yeah. like the the SEAL Team Six mm-hmm. of uh, of stormtroopers. <laughs> um, but you got like Mon Mothma back. Yeah. So it's just we're returning to this old universe that we're really familiar with, but also introducing these new characters that I'm really, really excited about. Mm-hmm. One big thing that I loved about the trailer and about this movie in general is, again, like we've talked about before with um, Batman vs. Superman and the Justice League and other movies, is that like this cast is really diverse. Oh, yeah. Which is, which is fantastic. Just like straight off the bat, you have what for some reason has become controversial i'm not even sure why but that there's just a, another woman protagonist yeah i don't i don't know what the problem is yeah i don't see a problem with that either but like you could go ahead and say that that is that is instantly making it more of a like it increases the diversity of the movie yeah and it does it does but like mm-hmm. and for people who say oh why can't we just have a white male protagonist or why why is disney trying to push you know, these female protagonists. I mean, just if you want a white male protagonist, just watch the first Star Wars. Watch any other movie. Like, Yeah, it's so – I've never understood it. Um, mm. But I love Felicity Jones as the lead. I love that we're getting, like, this new actress. Disney and the Star Wars reboots have done a really good job of kind of cultivating yeah. new talent. New talent. Uh, mm-hmm. That we just haven't heard of before. Because they did the same Oscar. thing sort of for, like, the first Star Wars movies, right? Like, I don't know if – because at the time, I don't even think Indiana Jones was out. So, like, he, uh, what, what's Harrison it? Ford. Harrison Ford, like, wasn't a superstar. Yeah, exactly. So, they're kind of creating these things. I think Ridley Scott already has, like, another acting role, like, set. So, like, you know, they're, they're starting new. We're going get, mm-hmm. to get new faces in Hollywood. And Oscar Isaac kind of was starting to build some, some hype. Mm-hmm. But that was, he got those roles, like, uh, Ex Machina and that yeah. after the Star Wars casting. So, so they're really looking for young talent. And even in this movie, you got, like, Forrest Whitaker, Donnie Yen, who are really experienced actors mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who can bring – they're not going to be the you know the centerpieces of this movie, but they're going to be able to bring some really, really interesting aspects in this. I know Donnie Yen was the star of, like, Ip Man, mm-hmm. uh, famous kung fu movie, and he's supposed to be – uh, a blind guy who might be force sensitive, yeah, 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 which I'm really excited about. Like, his shot in the trailer looks super oh, cool. Oh, I know, I'm like, so excited. He was straight up like facing down these clones, getting ready to take them out. One thing I don't uh, get like stormtroopers. Oh, stormtroopers. Oh. What was it? You They're all clones, clones, aren't they? Aren't not they all not clones? stormtroopers. Bro. Oh no, 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 you're right. Those are people. Jesus, that was so. You're right. <laughs> I don't know what I just did there. I'm sorry. I apologize. Human flame part two. Human flame part two. I seem to have this <laughs> kind of happen very often. Um, 
But yeah, he was just getting ready to stare these dudes down, take them out. I like all the new characters we're seeing, but I'm also ready to see like what old characters look like in this uh, universe. Like we have Matt. Like, okay, I'm not even gonna mess this one up. How about you say it? Like, like Mod Mothma or Mon like... Mothma? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Um, yeah, I, I love that. They have it's the same actress who played her in mm-hmm. uh, in Empire, and she They're was like, her back. she was like in the first movie for like two minutes of a deleted scene, mm-hmm. and like now we're gonna get to see a whole character. Yeah, out of it's her. really cool. Yeah, that's super neat. Um, I like also like it doesn't seem like they're that afraid of going dark on this one, mm-hmm. uh, which as, as dark as like a Disney movie will get, but like, yeah, and there's still gonna be the cheesy one liner. Yeah, here no and one's there. no one you really care about is probably gonna die or like yeah, yeah you know that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm really excited to where they're, with where they're they're taking their universe, and mm-hmm. I I will admit I think Star Wars is is kind of on the level um, as uh, DC for a lot of other people. So I'm starting to really understand the hype behind superhero movies now. Oh, yeah, because we got, like, the, the Star Wars hype building. Yeah, yep. and I, I kind of understand that because I grew up with Star Wars. I grew up on the original trilogy, on Battlefront. I saw the oh, yeah. the new movies in theaters as they were coming out. Um, I Like, my first video game I ever brought with my own money was, like, Lego Star Wars. Oh, great game. Fantastic game. Got 100% completion on that. <laughs> um so I'm, I'm really, really, really excited to kind of expand this universe. I never got involved in any of the canon, yeah, me which neither. I know now is kind of irrelevant. I think kind of mm-hmm. just said like, with the new you know, movies, it's kind of like not, yeah, a part of it. I think is what. But regardless, I'm I'm so excited to see these new characters, and I'm actually really, really excited for Gareth Edwards, the director. Yeah, so he did. He, um, he did Godzilla. Yeah, okay. And then he did another uh, movie, Monsters, which was a really small release mm-hmm. that I loved. I highly recommend. Oh, you it. saw it's, it? Yeah, it's really good. It's about. Um, I, I won't go too into the plot, but it's it's a really good movie. Kind of similar, similar aspects to Godzilla, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Which actually I'm expecting in this movie too. I know it sounds strange, but I know with Darth Vader, I I I always pick these ideas from different like <laughs> YouTube videos and such. I, never, I can never attribute them to one person, but I remember hearing that he's, he's probably going to treat Darth Vader like he did Godzilla in uh, the Godzilla movie mm. in terms of kind of building up to him slowly throughout the first two acts and then finally having a big reveal in the third act, which so, could be really, really interesting. So I think like just to make a couple of things clear for, for any listeners that like haven't seen the trailer, like know too much, like the the premise of this movie is like to get – like the X, what they fight the X wings, the, the plans of the Death Star. Yeah, the plans, like how they get the planes to like destroy the Death Star and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, like they're doing that, which means that like Darth Ra- Darth Vader exists, like at this point, because obviously mm-hmm. you have the Death Star. We don't. So. We don't know how, um, how like if it's in the dead middle, if it's more towards the end of the Clone Wars yeah. or more towards. I'm guessing it's more towards the um, A New Hope. Yeah. Just, I mean, based on the fact that they end up destroying the Death Star. Spoiler alert. Yeah, oh, dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Probably, I'm for, assuming for the, it's... For the first or second time, because there was a new Death Star. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I'm assuming it's going to be closer to New Hope. So there were rumors, again, if you didn't see the trailer, there was one, like, one or two second shot of a, a robed figure, mm-hmm. like, falling to his knees or bending down to his knees with uh, a couple of Imperial guards around him that is rumored to be Darth Vader. Yeah, but no one really... And there's this... There's like a tank. Exactly. There's a weird tank. So people are thinking that might be like a cryo chamber he uses to heal or or something like that. For like the Emperor or... Mm -hmm. So it'd be really interesting if we saw 
like Darth Vader without his helmet. Yeah. And I'm kind of worried that they're going to rely on Vader too much. I don't think they should because the Vader we got in the original trilogy was perfect for Yeah. The villain and like, who even him. knows if Vader is going to be in this movie? But like, he might not be because there yeah. were the rumors that there were going to be no force-sensitive yeah. people in this movie at mm-hmm. all. But, but regardless, I'm really, really excited for how they're you know branching out with this. One one thing, like, I think that's just like an inherent problem with, I think right now, like rebooting of a Star Wars series is that I'm kind of ready for some new plot lines and stuff. And like, while there's going to be a lot of new content in here, like the base plot is still something we've seen before uh which is like how to destroy the death star uh which essentially we just saw again in the in the latest movie mm-hmm. that's a complaint that's just like the one thing that it's just like a little disappointing but with all this hype it's really hard for me to even really care too much until it's like really get into that theater yeah yeah i mean i know this might sound a little a little biased but i mean i think jj abrams and everybody is gonna realize like hey we're doing this a lot why don't we stop? I don't think they're going to do this for yeah. a third time. Yeah. Have no. the same exact movie for a third time. Um, so, I mean, just based on this trailer, I have, I have the utmost, utmost, <laughs> the utmost confidence in them going yeah. forward. Same. This trailer was awesome. And it kind of came out of nowhere. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't exactly. expecting and it. I know we talk about this a lot, but I don't know any of the plot besides the fact that they're going to steal the plans for the Death Star. And I be- I have 100% faith that like, Disney can do that again, just because like, they, didn- they didn't ruin anything for me exactly. in, in the Star yeah. Wars trailers. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, great trailer. There's also another trailer that, uh, that kind of caught me off guard as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah. you want to talk about that? So, I know we don't talk about TV a whole lot. It's true. It's it- a lot harder to catch up on. <laughs> it's- um, Especially when there's so many trailers and movies coming out. You exactly. Know? So, but... Donald Glover's project, Atlanta, got a surprise trailer after the People vs. O.J. Simpson finale, mm-hmm. which is a show I need to watch. <laughs> really need to watch. But this show has been kind of in production for a while. Kind of, uh, you know, a lot of rumors. Obviously, Donald Glover is a polarizing figure. Um, Somehow. I find him, like, just super likable. I have no idea how people, like... Well, some people find him a little, you know... Over the top, I guess. Yeah. But I, I would say he is well-liked. Mm-hmm. But he, he's kind of a figure that, you know, every time he does something, he's in the news. Mm-hmm. So, But Atlanta is like his project. Yes, it's yeah. his project. I am so excited for this. The trailer was a brief, like, 20-second clip, mm-hmm. basically, of um, one of his friends, like, reacting to the OJ trailer. <laughs> and he didn't realize that it was, like, based on real events. Yeah, like, like the OJ episode just ended. So, like... Mm-hmm. This is, like, the first thing after it ends. It's almost like it, like, just... It's like it's happening at the same time. And the friend was, like... They're all high. They're all clearly high. There was, like, you know, one dude was smoking a blunt in the background. There's, like, three guys in the room. And, like, the one at the front, who, who seems kind of be to be ditzy, was, like... uh, I'd, He said something about, like... So he just got away, or something like that. Like that—that that seems like kind of a be- like a bad ending. <laughs> and <laughs> and Donald Glover is like just kind of like in a very like annoyed sort of like, "Are you kidding me, Tony?" He's like, <laughs> "That really happened." <laughs> I can't do it any justice. It sucks because they pulled the trailer, did they not? Um. So there, there, there's basically no record of it online. I think they just wanted to be like a really, you know, kind of almost build this hype. Yeah. 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 Um. Because it, it was super short. It was really short. Nothing really about the, there was the show at all. copy on YouTube that I found, and it got taken down like two hours later. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they're really, really building this aura around it. I'm really excited. It got a 10-episode ten, uh, ten order. 
Sweet. But, I mean, just based on everything Donald Glover's done in the last five to six, seven years with you know him writing for 30 Rock, Community, all the music he's done, apparently there might be a new album to go along with this. Which you know that would be, be talked amazing. about. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Love that man. Well, like, I wonder if there's going to be, like, celebrity appearances in the show and whatnot. So, like, so you thought it's going to be Entourage. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. I could definitely get behind that, but I know, knowing Donald Glover and knowing the work of Childish Gambino, there was an interview with him a little while ago that said uh, he mentioned that he wanted this to be the Twin Peaks for rappers. Obviously, I haven't seen Twin Peaks. I've seen. I'm going to be honest. I've seen a couple episodes. <laughs> <laughs> but I know it's kind of like a weird. It's it's super strange. It's like parts of it almost seem like a, it's a soap opera. Uh, but I don't know. It's just kind of like a very um, cult followed show. Yeah, I know that for sure. Yeah. But. Very theatrical, I would mm-hmm. say. I'm just I'm really excited for there to be a show about hip hop made by a guy about who, Atlanta. <laughs> love that. <laughs> Atlanta name. I think it could be about anything. You just slap Atlanta on it and you'd watch it. True. True. But, I love, um, I'm excited to see like streets and stuff that Yeah, I that's really cool. Yeah. I know I was just about to show you a song. Um <laughs> I was listening to a song on the way here by by Gambino and he just like shouts out all these different parts of yes. Atlanta and like I almost I almost know and, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I'm I'm really excited. He's such a creative mind, and we haven't gotten anything, basically anything from him since uh, because of the internet, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite albums, of 2013. Yeah, it, it's been kind of it's been. That's one reason I'm excited for Lana is that you haven't heard much about him at all. He's sort mm-hmm. of been off the off the map almost he's entirely. Clearly, yeah, he's clearly committed to this project. Like a lot of focus on Atlanta, which yeah. is sweet. Mm-hmm. I'm he, really, really, really because he excited. left Community for this show, so I'm really, yeah, exactly. it really, I have high expectations. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you, because. That pretty much ended community yeah. for me, but uh, we're. I think I'm really, really gonna try to just watch this week by week. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that we can give you guys some like, oh week yeah, by week analysis of the show. Yeah, that'd be really, that'd be really great. And I know my friend Gabe is obsessed, and when I say obsessed, I mean obsessed with Donald Glover. <laughs> like everything he does, he just sucks up. Just like starting to dress crazy. like him, got these super short shorts. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, while we're on television. Just want to give a shout out to any Archer fans out there. It's back. It's good. I really enjoy it. I've missed it for a while. Yeah, it's it's not my thing. Yeah, it's strange though. I can't binge watch it anymore, so I'm like trying to catch up week by week. <laughs> it almost ruins a little bit of what Archer is to me. But just thought I'd throw that out there for any because this is on also on FXX, right? Atlanta. Um, I think it might be FX. Oh, okay. okay. I think they're well, trying they're to brand as like a, a premiere show. Good. I'm glad. Also, I know we might have mentioned this at some. Uh, previous episode but taboo with tom hardy is another oh yeah five yeah, episode, yeah yeah or it might be even shorter it's a mini series but mm-hmm. it's gonna be like six to ten episodes yeah it looks really interesting it's also a project that he just mm-hmm. kind of took on himself yeah which is really fx neat. is a really really interesting network they really and I are. need to watch more of the shows i haven't watched sons of anarchy i, don't know. I haven't watched i really need to watch the americans Mm-hmm. Um, the bridge was on there a couple of years ago. That was supposed to be really good. I've realized I fall more on the FXX side of things than I do. Yeah, the you're definitely an FXX yeah. kind of guy. Um, but like, I mean, I'm really looking forward to it. Like anything that gets me into television that makes me want to watch uh, TV, like gets me excited. Yeah, anything that gets you to commit to ten to I don't know twenty four episodes a season. Yeah, and something else that that's great about that is that. You know, it's, it takes a lot for me to, like, want to watch a show every week. Uh, 
but I believe that like Donald Glover is the kind of person that could make me ha- have a pretty enjoyable show. So Atlanta is something I'm really looking forward to. Do we? I don't even know if we have any set time it's going to be coming out like it didn't have that i think it's just summer summer supposed to be june or july okay well that's soon enough for me i'm excited for that yeah no i'm i'm really hype um so now got a trailer talk out of the way i think let's go right into basketball so oh yeah uh let's college basketball first probably yeah let's do that let's knock that out uh so wow yeah first of all awesome game amazing game first of all i just want to mention we were we we all picked unc yeah oh every single one of us yeah Yeah. (laughs) and i know uh the podcast was late last week and we apologize for that we were both like extremely busy but i wanted i left that in because it was so funny just looking back on our reactions and And like well we were dead wrong (laughs) it was never like it was never villanova dominating or unc dominating it was that was so it was such a good game regardless like it got to the point where like yeah I chose UNC and like the Duke fan in me was like thank God they lost uh, but it was one of my favorite national championships I've oh, ever watched no doubt I think this was the best one I've ever watched yeah well yeah of course you gotta have your UConn victories yeah, I've got my Duke yeah. victories <laughs> but like all this is my least like my all bias aside this is probably my favorite national championship yeah I definitely agree with that mm-hmm. I think. The only one that comes close to this in the last, I don't know, ten years, as far as I can remember, was the uh, the Duke Butler game. Yeah, that oh my was God. that was really really. The Gordon good. Hayward shot. Yeah. yeah, if that went in, like the entire history of college basketball. Yeah, well, that might be a little grandiose, but but like, I mean, even in this one, it's like, if that shot, there was two shots that they were like, if that went in, that would have been incredible. But and they just both did, like they both fell. And Marcus Page double pump. Yeah, that like, was three pointer. I thought, I thought that was overtime right there. I I, I was not even considering. Any more basketball? Yeah, there was no way. I got up out of my chair. I was like, "Did Marcus like Marcus Page just like increase his draft prospect by so much with this one <laughs> he game?" He went up like five picks. Yeah, a hundred percent. It was like he had an amazing game. Uh, and and as I and Jenkins, like he also had like the game of his career. You know, like there's and imagine having that in the national championship. I feel like there's no better way to end a season. That three, I remember watching just. Days after that championship was mm-hmm. over, I'm oh yeah, st- I'd still go watch it. It's mm-hmm. it's so amazing. Yeah, I so I the kind of the time frame for me is kind of just a blur at this point. <laughs> I don't really remember anything in between the two shots at this point. There was a timeout, and that was like there was, yes, yeah. But w- my point was going to be if there wasn't a timeout, I think the world <laughs> oh, would yeah. have just completely <laughs> lost it. Oh my god! Like, can you imagine the double pump three with no break? Right to inbound, and just, and then Jenkins saying that shot. That would have been. I think UNC wouldn't exist as an institution anymore. <laughs> yeah, they would have just lost their entire. We're staff we're about like you know we're in the state, the same state, not too far from North Carolina. Um, I believe I could have heard the campus from where we are at the moment. <laughs> like it would have been insane. I agree. Um, yeah, like it also was great because like if you go back and you watch the play, um. Very composed, like uh, Villanova was. Like they knew what well, they were gonna do. Jay Wright, yeah, his reaction was insane. That was pretty crazy. Just bang and walks off, goes right to Roy. Like s- such a just a badass. But I I loved it. It just seemed like there was some miscommunication maybe on North Carolina's part. And mm-hmm. I think that's because of Ar- Archie Diacono. Archie Diacono, yeah. yeah. He 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 played such a good a good game and was able to like kind of break down the defense to set up the shot. Shot was about what five feet out of the three point. Yeah, I'd say so. It was yeah. closer to NBA three. Basically. Yeah, it was um, just so good. He gave him the best shot he could have gotten probably. Yeah, and I I heard there was a really interesting uh, New York Times article 
I'm sure has been mentioned, but Nova runs that play in practice, like almost every really? single pla- practice. And the play is basically Diakono has uh, like three options. He can drive, kick out, just drive and, you know, in, you know, score, which yeah. he does a lot. In he, the does, he does that. <laughs> I, I thought he was going to take it for sure. You know, I, I wasn't so sure. I'm like, I feel like Villanova's kind of team. There was a, so their game plan very much was like, we make threes. Like that's what we do. They had they had a little bit of trouble like passing the ball throughout the game, mm-hmm. but I felt like it got to the point where, like pass not passing just wasn't working for Villanova. So I feel like if you're UNC, you have to know that the ball is not going to stay probably yeah. in the person's hand. That, that's a good point. Yeah. And when I saw Jenkins just coming up, I I figured he's going to get the ball. It all I didn't put itself make together it, so well because like really you could, did. You could see Jenkins coming up, and you're like, mm-hmm. that dude's open. Like, yeah. And he was just you could tell he was kind of just like jogging. Yeah, you know, kind of the defense just snapped to Diakono, and then he just you know takes a couple steps, has his full momentum in the shot. Dude, the, the shot, the form was so good, oh. and like it was, uh it's just like so I'm even good. getting like literally I'm getting chills just even like <laughs> thinking about that whole sequence. Yeah, that game was awesome. Also, I was a little mad because Nova was my second choice in college, <laughs> and you're like I could have been at a national yeah. championship celebration I'm, right I'm now. I'm happy where I am for the most part. You know what? We'll I, be there one day. Besides the fact that we're one of the schools that's never made the tournament before, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we'll get there. Well, maybe, 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 probably in our not. dreams, possibly. Yeah, we could dream about it tonight. Um, so there's one one more storyline I want to talk about before we jump to NBA. Mm-hmm. Do you think because these two teams were obviously very heavily based on upperclassmen yeah you had unc there were three or four guys that were four-year seniors who had been there their entire careers Mm -hmm. and nova obviously diacono is a senior he's graduating do you think this changes the landscape of college basketball in terms of the the one and done versus the four-year senior i think debate or does this i mean i don't don't think it's going to change it too too much because you're going to have your Kentuckys, your Dukes, even for the most part, your UNCs who just graduate freshmen and just crank them out. Mm-hmm. Do you think that this is going to lead to smaller schools maybe trying to, to commit guys who are looking to stay in college for four years? I really hope so. I think that's why you have teams like Gonzaga and like mm-hmm. you know teams that will perform well. I, I think even like Michigan State probably had quite a few uh, yeah, some, some seniors. Valentine was a, was a four-year senior. Yeah. And so I think you'll have it. It might change it for a couple people um, just because, you know, maybe maybe Grayson Allen took this as, like, you know, a mm-hmm. bit of a, of a hint and he's and he stayed. Um, who knows? Um, I hope so. For me as a fan, I loved it. I love that we had people you've been seeing. I think if you're a UNC fan, you're way more invested because you've seen Marcus Page. You've seen um, – It makes it even more heartbreaking. Yeah. It, I mean, it makes it worse, that's for sure. But, like – you you want this team to win, um, I don't, I feel like teams like Kentucky and stuff just aren't going to change. You know, you when you've got the highest recruits, you're just gonna you're you're gonna keep getting those guys that are gonna keep going at the money, which yeah. is like you don't I blame agree. those people. I think it's gonna I think it's gonna change again, like we said, the mid level teams. But yes, Kentucky and Duke, they're never gonna change. Mm-hmm. I think it also puts emphasis on coaching. I think the coach the coaches was just oh Jay Wright is gonna be he I think he's gonna be kind of a Brad Stevens. Yeah, I can uh, see that. I don't happen. know if he's gonna go. I, I figured if he said he wanted to stay, I think he did right. Uh, yeah, he said I think he wanted so. To stay at Nova for another year, but when he makes the jump, I think he's gonna be good. Yeah, absolutely. But he that was such an incredible coaching performance. Yeah, Gr- two great teams too. Yeah. Um, 
And it'll be interesting to see if Roy comes back or not, because I know there were some talks that if he won, he might have retired. Yeah. Because he's, he's getting this, up there. But also, like, yeah, oh, he's getting yeah. up there. He's also got some health problems. Um, This is the first national championship that UNC has ever lost. Is that true? Yep. Wow. Yeah. That's, I, believe, I believe so. Yeah. I mean, you can end your career on that. I, I would. But, like, I don't know. I. It was such a good championship game. There was so much to tell. Unfortunately, I don't know if it's going to change too much in terms of, like, how recruiting is done. Yeah. Maybe people will go to smaller schools that are more dedicated to basketball. I believe that could be a change. That could be a positive change. Um, I don't know if it'll change the amount of time mm-hmm. they'll stay. But um, really good wrap-up to the NCAA season, I think. Yeah. I know. I think – during the season, there were points where I kind of got a little discouraged with the season. I mean, Ben Simmons was, uh, I don't want to say disappointing, because as a singular player, he was phenomenal. But mm-hmm. I really wish we could have seen LSU in the tournament. Yeah, I like that we got to see Buddy. or like, Yeah, got, you know. Buddy came on hot. That was a good, yeah. um, uh, another ele- added element to the season. Uh, the tournament as a whole was one of the best in a while mm-hmm. just the first round upsets so many and upsets and like buzzer beaters yeah i love i went back and i watched some crying montages of fans <laughs> and stuff that's great i love yeah, that i love those yes, again want... oklahoma meme kid is <laughs> oh, forever the uh he, i think he should be this tournament's mascot <laughs> yeah actually 100 yeah. percent should definitely be the mascot for this yeah. tournament but i know i definitely like watching the, the the teams loaded with seniors a lot more than the one and dones. Oh yeah, as a because you know these amazing. guys are invested. And when UNC lost, you know those guys were just heartbroken. Yeah, and like it adds so like such you know a more it adds more gravity to the games. Oh totally, I, I feel so bad for those kids, but they'll understand. They got to the championship. They're gonna have yeah, some NBA. They're gonna make their money. Yeah, yeah, they'll be fine. Yeah. So moving on to the pros now. Mm. I'm excited for the pros because. We're we're nearing playoff time. Yeah, there are such a great it's time. Getting, in the we're getting close. Our next yeah. pod will probably be like our our preview pod. Oh yeah, for the hell playoffs. yeah, that'll be really fun. Cool. I got to start taking notes. Yeah, but uh, so last night was the Golden State uh, Memphis game. Yep. Dude, it was this so is, good. This is getting close, man. So basically, this game like normally you'd, you maybe would look at a schedule and say Golden State Memphis. Memphis is kind of burnt out. They're not what they used to be. Why would I want to watch this game? Well, when you know like. That Golden State is fighting for that uh, all-time uh, wins record that the Bulls have set. It's gotten so close now; they can't lose a game if they want to beat the record. Um, and they have one more game against the Spurs, which is tonight. Um, they can't beat tonight. Maybe. I'll have to. I'll have to figure that one out. But it's uh, it's big time for this for the uh, for the Warriors right now. And if you don't know what the basically what happened, Warriors won by one point. I think they got super lucky um, at a few no calls where there should have been some uh, some yeah, fouls. The I don't know. Uh, the last play was, was sketchy. Yeah, and the it officiating is was it super. Is tonight, by the way. Okay, sweet. I'm, I've got something to do tonight um, besides homework. Um, <laughs> 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 but Golden State, they looked okay. I think like they're yeah. Not, I mean, the last couple of games last five six games or so they've been it's 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 no longer like yeah. oh golden state is absolutely going to get this uh this record i'm a little scared i know like that was post-game interviews don't normally mean anything but like i think doris burke like asked steph if like you know how the performance was if it's this close they even got the record coming up that's a legitimate question right now because 
who knows what's going to happen. You have the Spurs tonight, yeah. and you just beat the Grizzlies by one point. The Grizzlies and Spurs are on a whole different level. Like, exactly. I'm I'm going to go out here. I'm going to make a big <laughs> I'm going to make a big prediction. I don't think the Spurs or the the Warriors are winning the championship this year. Hmm. I mean, I'm going to go out there and say Is that. that because of the last part of this season? This this is very reminiscent of I mean, you've seen the story storyline a lot in sports, like the the eighteen and one Patriots, mm-hmm. the the story of this team that's heavily favored throughout the entire year, and it's just it's so difficult to come through and actually you know be able to finish and take home the championship. Yep, the playoffs are not the regular season. Yeah, you are playing seven up to seven games in as little as like ten days. Yep. It's like, a totally different level of basketball. The first round, probably going to be, uh, be a breeze for them. But they could be playing the Thunder and the Spurs in consecutive series. Yeah. I and don't like, think it's going to work out that way that, with the seeding. But, I mean, there, there's going to be some tough competition. And I don't think the East is that weak right now. They're not. You saw the Celtics beat them the other night. Yeah. The Raptors, just... I still stand by the fact that I the Raptors can make the finals. Cavs are starting to get a little They lost shaky. to the Bulls last night. Yeah. yeah. I don't – in Cav uh, – LeBron, I should say, always knocks out the Bulls from playoff contention. It's oh, like yeah. A, it's like something – it's a, like five out of the last It's a thing years. that happens. You know, just yeah. like the Wizards swept them. <clears throat> so, but. I don't know, dude. I – I Okay. I lo- would not be surprised at all. I think I might, I might revise my statement. <laughs> okay. I could very easily see them winning instead of they are not going to win the championship. But I don't know, man. I, Something about the way they've been playing the last six days just doesn't doesn't look good to me. I think the six the last six days haven't been great, but I don't know if it should cloud like how the, the entire rest of the season has gone. You know? Yeah, they've that, won ninety fair. other games besides the last six, uh, and they dominated those games. You know, like they haven't. I've I've watched more basketball this season than I've probably watched in my entire life, and it was like watching. And I mainly was because of. The Warriors, not like, you know, the Hawks or the Wizards were doing that fantastic that I just want to watch them every day. But when I watch the Warriors, I see that they're playing, like, you know, different basketball. They don't have to rely on on just, like, a LeBron. They've got Draymond Green. They've got um, Steph Curry, um, uh, Clay Thompson. It Like, I feel like they could have bad games like they did today against Memphis and then come back tomorrow and have, like, a dominating game like they dominated the Spurs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just... I think they've been so good consistently that I have the most faith in them to make the national championship than I or national championship like the you know the NBA finals than um any other team. But then again, there are the Spurs who are also yeah. extremely good. No, I'm just I'm looking at the Spurs team mm-hmm. and Pop does the same thing he does every single year. They've been resting guys. They've been, you know, conserving, uh, limiting Duncan's minutes, limiting uh Tony Parker's minutes. And this team is two even three deep all their positions they just signed like kevin martin and they got andre miller midseason they got these veteran guys who have been they've all been there before yep oh and yeah Kawhi's playing out of his mind aldridge has been amazing and when you have that full starting lineup with green parker Kawhi, lamarcus and timmy timmy i i think the spurs team is going to reach the finals i think this is going to be their last their last hurrah. I think they're going to go out with a bang. Maybe mm-hmm. a couple guys retire even. I feel like if, let's say, the Spurs do make the finals, they will dominate the finals. It could be a sweep. It could be, like, mm-hmm. their, their fundamental basketball is better than any 
team. Yeah. Like any team in the East, 100%. Way better. I think the Eastern Conference playoffs are going to be really, really entertaining. Oh, yeah. But I think the finals are end up, and they're going to be. Probably a little bit of a domination. Yeah, outside. a little bit. Um, but NBA is looking really exciting. NBA playoff season is like my favorite uh, because you just get to see like some of the best teams go against each yeah. other every day. For up to seven games. Exactly. It's so exciting. Super exciting. Looking at the East right now, so the Cavs, as we mentioned, they're looking really shaky right now. Oh, yeah. And, like, the Raptors are, what, two, two and a half games back right now? Two and now? a half, yeah. Um, they're, they're, they're looking shaky. LeBron's playing great. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Yes, um, but it's the team around him. Yeah, that, there's no the team, team chemistry. That. It's just... I think this is probably Kevin... This is absolutely, I would say, definitely Kevin Love's last year on the, the Cavs. I, they're going to have to make a change if they don't reach the finals. Which is crazy. Like, I saw the whole Kevin Love trade, and I thought, are you freaking kidding me? Like, there's no way this should be, like, allowed to have, like, these two superstars <laughs> on the same team. Like, they're going to dominate the NBA. Um, and, like, they... He just Kevin Love hasn't found his uh, his identity yet on the team, um, and I that's because of the coaching, dude. Like, yeah, they don't have a coach. Yeah, they have a coach. In the previous pod, they just <laughs> don't have any. They don't have any formal coaching, mm-hmm. which is really really sad. Again, I don't think Vlat should have been fired as soon as he did. Yeah, as soon as he was. Like, I feel like if they had Tibbs on this team, like, oh, <laughs> they'd be dirty. That'd be incredible, you know. because <laughs> um, Tibbs would just give it right back to LeBron. Yeah. Yeah, which like, is something. I mean, Tibbs is a freaking mob boss. You're not going to go yeah. talk back to that guy. <laughs> exactly. Um, Wherever he goes to, I'm really excited to see mm-hmm. what he does to the next franchise he goes to. I mean, you look at the Bulls right now without Tibbs, they're awful. They're not okay. So they are. They have a shot at a playoff spot. I think um, the Pacers playoff spot at the moment. They're one. I think they're like one game back or something. Well, they're from, two and a half now. Oh yeah, two and a half. You're right. Yeah. From. Uh, they basically it's almost impossible. Yeah, it's basically impossible at this point. But um yeah, they haven't done very well and LeBron came out and said like, you know, they the Bulls just kind of stepped their game up when they're around, you know, when he when he steps on that court. But every team will LeBron, like I don't I don't feel good about their chances this year at all, which kind of sucks. He's going to have this is going to maybe tarnish his uh his legacy a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I think what the East is doing, it's great. They're building. Like, you have really mm, solid a teams. A lot of young teams. Um, the Hawks-Celtics game last night, I really wish I watched because it would have been really entertaining. You have these yeah, two teams. I watched that, like, towards the end. Yeah, these two and, teams that have, like, really got their mm-hmm. identities sorted down. Hawks play really good defense right now. Uh, last year they did really well because no one really understood what their game plan was. And now you have the Celtics who, you know, you've watched the Celtics play a yeah. lot. Um, excellent coaching, great young team that's going to exactly. find their – they're really deep. Yeah, they're going to find their rhythm. Um, so the playoffs in the East should be great too. Uh, the Heat have something there for sure. Yeah, established um, veteran leadership with some young guys. Chris Bosh will be back. Yeah. Um, so East is going to be great. The West obviously looks fantastic. I'm um, so I'm so psyched for these matchups. But this year, I think it's way more top heavy than it's ever been. It really is. Yeah. But I I'm never going to doubt the West for yeah. entertaining basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you saw if you could see one kind of lower team in the east making it or i guess any team besides the raptors or Cavs. who do you think has the greatest chance to reach the finals right now uh i think probably the celtics uh but paul Millsap played out of his mind last night so i don't maybe the hawks they play excellent defense i i would really i wouldn't put it past them to have their defense shine 
So I was going to go I would with say the Celtics. I was going to go yeah. with the Celtics. Yeah. No, I would agree with but that. But then I'm looking down at six. And I see, <laughs> I see my boy Kemba Walker. And if Jerry Millen shoots like lights out. Or <laughs> I don't know. Man. I'm, I'm a half joking. Yeah. But like. How fun would it be to see Kemba like make it to the Eastern Conference Finals? I mean, they're the Hornets are not going to the finals. Yeah, but, but I'd love to see him like knock off the Raptors or something. Me too. That, oh, be, I don't know. I think they're a really fun team to watch. I think East is one to six. I could see any of those teams making the finals. Yeah, Pistons. You see like big games from Reggie Jackson every once in a while, but yeah, maybe um, Drummond is good, but they don't really have. Maybe Chauncey Billups and Tayshawn Prince meet on, <laughs> on the court again and then just throw down. <laughs> the Pacers, no. No, not quite. Uh, Paul George is playing great, though. Yeah, but... But again, when does that matter, yeah. I guess? Monte Ellis isn't going to bring you to a... a oh, should we talk about Kobe? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, let's... Um, so, last game on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, on like, Wednesday. I just... I can't grasp that. Dude, it's... I've His last game. I've not seen enough Kobe. Like, I regret not watching more Kobe now in my life because... This is huge. Like, this is yeah. one of our biggest guys. Like, and there's a po- going to be a day maybe when LeBron stops playing. Uh, maybe. He could just play until he's 90. I mean, yeah. There's, there's, <laughs> he'll probably develop some senior league and then, like, get drafted up back from the senior league into the NBA. Um, but it's going to be insane. It kind of sucks because, like, this, this whole drama with Nick Young has sort of uh, maybe clouded his, his final days a little bit more than it should have. But, um, Man, Kobe's gonna step off the court, man, for yeah. for the last time. This dude's a, a legend. I mean, I we're not gonna be able to add anything to the discussion that's already been established. Mm-hmm. But I just remember as a you know, Celtics fan growing up, watching him oh, yeah. just beat us in the finals. <laughs> basically. I mean he's just so good. Man. And yeah, he played the Celtics career, for the last time. That's so sad. Yeah. And I mean the the Celtics fans like I Maybe begrudgingly applauded him. But yeah, they applauded him nonetheless, which is a big compliment from Boston. Yeah, totally. But so like, it's just—it's oh, so sad. To, it's—it's it's like. It's like can you imagine weird. if Kobe and Peyton both retire in the same year? Oh yeah, like those are guys that, for the for, the entire time we've consciously followed sports and we've remembered just, following they've sports. They've been there. They've been a solid rock. For each mm. of those leagues. Yeah. When you, you know, did your team had a bye week, oh, you'll just watch the Colts. Like, the Colts were always my, obviously, no other team's going to match the Panthers. Mm. But I loved watching the Colts because Peyton just had these. Really solid fundamentals, great yeah. quarterback. Okay, what do you think What do you think Kobe's going to do after the NBA? Who knows? You think it's going to be coach could, Kobe? I could see anything. Yeah. I don't think he's going to coach. I think it's going to be a, uh, maybe like a Dave Chappelle thing where he just disappears. He goes to Italy for like two years. That's, that's true. Just that's disappears. Possible. Goes off the face of the map and Join then comes him. back with like a... Becomes a pasta chef in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Aziz. Yeah. <laughs> well, we can dream. <laughs> Kobe's But I pasta. could see him coming back. He's definitely going to have his own shoe line. I know he already has something with Nike, but I could see an expanded... Yeah. Thing with that. Maybe. Like Maybe a clothing him, line. Like, fashion. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Cause... Then we can talk about him again. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think so too. I think he's mentioned wanting to get into art of some sort. <laughs> like he wants to. Painting like, or. Yeah. I think he's like doing like visual art. Jeez. Um, once he, oh, wait. He wants to make like movies or something like that. I could see that. I could get behind that. Yeah. <laughs> Kobe, and the director. Then, of course, we'd be talking about him again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I. I I'm excited to see even what he does outside of the NBA. His his 
he turned his retirement letter into a poem. <laughs> Who knows what <laughs> yeah. he's going to do now outside of... It'll definitely be interesting, regardless. Yeah. Hmm. Makes me really think about what I'll do after my podcasting life. <laughs> How will I step away from the game? <laughs> I don't know, man. Our, our 20 listeners will be really sad. Yeah, I know. Anyway, I hope you guys will get me a statue or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now taking a taking a turn from the top of the league to the bottom. <laughs> NBA draft. I... I Definitely my favorite draft. Oh, I yeah. I love, like, the whole drama with the lottery. Mm-hmm. The Bill Simmons reaction. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping he has, like, a live show with the, with the Ringer and HBO. Oh, yeah. Wait, That'd did, be they, really cool. did the NFL draft happen already? Because I don't care. I have, it's, like, two more weeks. Okay. It's end of April. Because I, I know when the NBA draft is. I never care about I'm the I'm excited NFL draft. for the, the NFL draft just because I'm so you invested. Know, yeah. But you're quite invested. In I love the NBA draft so much. It's mm-hmm. the fanfare around it, the yeah. the bullshit lottery, and like, the booze, the oh. Knicks fans booing Porzingis. <laughs> that was so funny, but, but they shut their mouth this year. We're looking, so obviously it's a lottery system. Don't know how it's going to fall exactly. Yeah. But right now the Sixers are at 10 wins, <laughs> Lakers funny. at 16 right now, and then the Nets were tied with the Suns at 21, but the Suns... What are you doing, guys? Why are you winning this late in the year? I really don't. <laughs> Who are you trying to impress? Yeah, I don't understand the, the, the <laughs> Suns, man. That like, was that was disappointing. Yeah. But. Uh, I hate the lottery I'm really, system. I'm going to be yeah. honest with you. I'm really, really interested to see how this draft falls. The whole Ben Simmons, the rise and fall of him is going to be really interesting Brandon to see. Brandon Ingram uh, declared. Yeah, where's Buddy going to go? Mm-hmm. All these UNC seniors. How is their draft stock going to be affected? I'm really looking forward to that, mm-hmm. but. The thing I wanted to kind of discuss with this a little bit, I know I don't think we had this planned, but Sam Hinkie recently trunk, stepped man. down as oh, yeah. the kind of mastermind, <laughs> mastermind, the mastermind of sorts behind mm-hmm. the Sixers. <laughs> His, <laughs> Sorry, I just got one else. <laughs> oh, like, like there is a mind running that organization. Exactly. Yeah, like, I know. I don't really know how to yeah. do it. But. The monkey behind the controls. <laughs> so this was a very, very long, convoluted plan that really did not work. It didn't all. pay off at all. <laughs> so now the Colangelos, who are a very esteemed NBA family, are going to take over. That was recently announced. Mm-hmm. If you were a GM, I know I'm asking you a lot of questions today. No, I love it. <laughs> yeah. How would you? So are you like pro tanking? Are you? Do you think because? I might. I was gonna say, are you like pro what the Celtics are doing? But what the Celtics are doing right now is really, really hard to replicate. Yeah. The Suns tried to do it and were doing it a couple of years ago, but then you know some they had a couple of really bad trades. Personally, I see the Sixers what they did as partially a success. Mm-hmm. Partially. How do you look back upon Hinky's tenure? Do you think that the NBA like teams are gonna keep tanking like this, or do you think? They're going to start kind of trying to be at least a little competitive. I think, you know what, like because the lottery system is the way it is, I think tanking is just a reasonable part of the game and mm-hmm. it's just going to happen. Um, and to be honest with you, like I get it. It sucks like as, you know, I'm a Braves fan this year. We're going to be tanking the hell out of it, you know, so we get like a good team for the new stadium or whatever. But like, <laughs> like it's just going to happen because people are like saying this is an investment, you know. If we're not going to get to the playoffs – we let's at least get a good play, like a, a pick to get us to the playoffs later. And I get it. Um, it sucks because, like, a, with a lot of NBA players, you can bust. Um, 
and then you're then you just had a shitty season for almost no reason. Um, but I feel like it's gonna keep happening. I feel like even when the Colangelos take over, they'll probably still be tanking if they're not good enough next year. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I'm fine with it. It just kind of sucks because it's a gamble at the end of the year. The thing is, the Philly fans are so tortured now. <laughs> if I was a Philly fan, I'd be really, really mad with that organization. And I would – I mean, if you're from Philly, if you grew up Philly all your life, you're probably going to still be following them. But if you were a fringe fan, I think they're going to lose a lot of people because of this whole process. Yeah, totally. And you look at when this entire thing started to now, it w- it's been three years. What have the Sixers gone? They have a, a – bunch of second round picks mm-hmm. okafor is a decent player but Embiid has never stepped on the court yep. new Orleans, noel what is he he hasn't done much of anything so i think the concept behind the sixers isn't necessarily flawed going all out tank playing all these d-league guys these undrafted guys isn't necessarily terrible but i think Three years of it is far too much. I think and the, the fact that they never got anything from it, I don't know if that's bad luck drafting. I don't know if that's just incompetence within the front office. But No, I think the reason why it just hasn't panned out also has to do with like a greater problem, which takes place in the NCAA, which is like the one-and-done thing. You're tanking for some 18-year-old kid that's played one year of, of like really competitive basketball. You know, straight out of – he's played one year of non-high school basketball, which is freaking – ridiculous and you're tanking for these guys and expecting you know putting all your faith into one dude to build your organization um and it's chances are because they've only played one year it's not going to work out as much as you want it to um i think that's what the problem is Mm -hmm. i feel like tanking would would be fine if you were playing for a senior who had like who knows what to do in these kind of situations i definitely agree and i think something has to be done both about the lottery system as a whole and about the eligibility process. There are rumors that this is this is maybe the last year with the lottery, right? Yeah, because I know yeah. Silver's been trying to do something to fix it. Yeah. I don't know if he goes with a straight draft or they do – I don't know what they would do. but Maybe if they change it, tanking might be even worse. Who knows? But, <laughs> yeah, exactly, because uh, yeah. if you do straight record, then it's basically going to be just – You guys, let's play for the worst record. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I don't know, but it has to be fixed. Something I feel has to be so done. bad for the Philly fans that have to – it's basically three years without basketball. Yep. it's That's awful. I couldn't imagine what that's like. And I haven't been watching oh, wait, yes, the I NBA can. as much as I should have just because the Suns are so bad. Yeah, exactly. It just, it's not fun to watch. There's only, Steph, there's only so much Steph Curry you want to watch to exactly. watch the NBA. Like, I have been watching the Warriors, but mm-hmm. then there's a point where I'm just like, you know what? I don't really have an investment in this. I yep. know they're really good. I could just change I've the channel yeah. and watch something else. <laughs> exactly. So, I don't know. I well, really that's hope, what the playoffs are for. <laughs> yeah. I really hope these teams pick it up and they figure something out. Because I just hate – I mean, three years, that's such a long time. The other thing is, like, the fun part, like, like when I – you know, I'm a Wizards fan. It was fun. The fun part was, like, knowing that we got – you know, first we had Walls. We had – you know, we got to Beal, and then we made some trades. And, like, then you build your team. As a Celtics fan, you've seen the same thing. That's the one, like, real great thing about this draft. Otherwise, it's – uh, you have really terrible tanks like this. So, yeah, there are good parts. I think they really need to fix – what's happening at the down at the bottom, mm-hmm. you know? And these teams are just making no progress. I don't have a problem with tanking. Like I said, I'm going to go to the Panthers. And, I mean, I went through three years of just terrible quarterbacks. <laughs> but through that process, we got Cam. We got Keekly, We got all these mm-hmm. really young assets. And it's just a matter of, you know, doing anything during these three years versus just kind of treading water. Yeah. It's a shame, though. I know. 
And it's just, I, that's so sh Yeah, oh yeah. And then, like, you have uh, Allen Iverson get inducted to the Hall of Fame, like, on this year where it's like, that's what you had at some point, and now you have nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, who knows? Yeah. So, do you want to go right into Movie of the Week? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's, no break. Let's, no let's break. marathon this one. Yeah. yeah. Break in the new, uh, the new studio with a marathon. Totally. So, Movie of the Week, we announced it last week, Fight Club. Great movie. This was one of the movies where I have no idea. As a person who loves movies, I have no idea <laughs> that I went this long without seeing Fight Club. <laughs> it's like this, and uh, I don't even know at this point. I've seen a lot of movies, but <laughs> there, there's there's some out there. Yeah, like and I mean, this was a big one. Yeah, this was a big one. But I watched it uh, during spring break, and I loved it. I'm so Good, disappointed dude. in myself that I wasn't a, that I didn't watch this. A question was um was the ending spoiled for you already? Yeah, when you went, okay. it had been spoiled. Yeah. So. I actually that that was a point I was gonna make. I don't think this movie was ruined at all by the spoiler. That's I was still really able to enjoy it, and it was kind of fun picking out the different uh, like foreshadowing elements earlier in the movie, mm-hmm. and then kind of uh, you know analyzing. I was like, oh, this is really interesting. Now that I know that this person is the the same guy, I'm kind of trying to envision in my mind how the scene would look without Tyler in the frame. Is it, is it uh, hypocritical for us to say what the ending is? No, I, I, mean, I think we should. I think it's assumed that when we say movie of the week, that it's going to be spoilers. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, and I'll, we always put timestamps in the description, so we can. If you guys haven't haven't seen this movie for some reason, leave now. Yeah. So basically, what happens is like. The, uh, what's the main character's name again? I forget. Is it? It's not John or. Something. No, there's. He's not. He's not named. Yo. That, oh yeah, you're right. He's not named. Yeah. Um, so he's got this other person uh, that that he's met, and he thinks you know, he's influencing his life in such a way. It turns out he's a you know big reveal part of his imagination, uh, or like subconscious. Subconscious. Yeah. Um, and you're right. That's the one of the beauties of this movie is like if you know that. And you go back and watch it. It's like it's not ruining it for you. It's almost adding a different element to the movie. It's um, almost watching two different movies. Yeah, exactly. I I was lucky enough that somehow I you know I just recently watched it like a, a year or two ago. Uh, that like I it somehow had not been spoiled for me. Um, and you lucky man. And now I'm ready to go back and watch it. That it like now I know what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and what that was your experience? What was that like? Uh, as in terms of like knowing. Yeah, like like knowing when you were looking when you're watching the movie, did you like look around for some clues? Or yeah, like? yeah. I just as like I said, um, just kind of imagining the fr- uh, the frame with only one of them in him, when in mm. only one of them in the frame, and kind of trying to break down who's talking to him. You know how I know I wasn't revealed until kind of the end what them fighting looked like, <laughs> but that was really interesting to try to think about, and just kind of trying to figure out why this split happens, uh, what causes it. But the thing I really love about this movie is how many different themes there are and just how how long you can think about it. I was thinking about this movie for like a week after I'd watched it. Yeah. And just thinking about all the different little tiny details. There's so many things just hidden in this movie, whether it's the, um, oh, I think – the main character might have been John or something like that because mm-hmm. he reads in the book, I am John's whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you remember. That was a really small detail, but that was carried out throughout the entire movie. And just like the entire uh, – it's just the themes are so complex and they're 
not you can't take them at face value at all. I know one of the main kind of messages behind this. Tyler. Tyler. Well, Tyler is Tyler the, is the, is the, is the subconscious. Brad Pitt's character, yeah. But there is a theory that the Edward um, Edward Norton Edward Norton's character has a has a different name. That's a separate theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing I love about this movie is, like I was saying, the main theme that a lot of people take for uh, for for given is anarchy, and in a way, a lot of people see the organization, the Fight Club organization, as an anarchy, but when you kind of break it down, the entire movie is about going against the system, anarchy, but the Fight Club organization isn't what is an anarchy in this movie. Mm-hmm. Because, yes, Tyler, I guess, we'll just call Edward Norton Tyler at okay. this point, just to make it easy. But yeah. Tyler, the narrator, is trying to break away from this, like, the copy of a copy Mm-hmm. society where he's just buying ikea furniture and his life is just kind of a cycle and to break that cycle he starts going to these focus groups for different diseases and by the end he finds fight club and he thinks that this is some you know divergent group that is kind of breaking the normality of his life but in reality these people who are following the fight club are just mindlessly following the system yep. Basically, no matter what system you follow, I think the the theme in this movie is to just kind of like break off. Um, and at the at the end of the movie, obviously, he gets rid of Tyler, the narrator. This is the one thing I Tyler, really, the creator. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I really don't understand about this movie is how is how do you shoot yourself in the neck and then get rid of a subconscious entity and then not kill yourself and then I don't really it probably has a lot to do with the blood loss <laughs> yeah <laughs> where I, you're just like I think he's gone <laughs> or maybe I'm gone <laughs> I don't know yeah so that was interesting but the kind of idea that if you want to separate yourself from the the grind of life the copy of a copy of life that you can do it and mm-hmm. I, I really like that idea and you can analyze it that deeply if you want to or you could just watch it and it's a really good movie if you just watch it for what it is yeah um somehow they made a second one but we don't need to talk about that what they did (laughs) yeah i didn't even know that yeah um yeah it's it's pretty bad um what what is it about uh it's a like a comic book sequel but oh it's a comic book. yeah okay um but yeah Anyway, this it reminds me a lot of American Psycho. I think that's one of the movies. Have you seen that one? I have not. That's okay, one that's really one of the movies. Um, so I think you'll enjoy that one. It's it's one of those things that like there's all these little pieces, um, that uh, little hints you'll you'll catch around the movie, um, which just make it even better. Um, I had a really good time watching this movie. Uh, I could see why I could call it a classic. I would call it a classic. It's definitely a cult classic. Yeah, if not just a classic by alone. Mm-hmm. Definitely like something like. That just sort of changed, like film. I would say. Yeah, definitely. I don't. I think this is definitely the peak, in my opinion, of David Fincher's career, of Edward Norton's career, even maybe of Brad Pitt's career. Yeah, Edward Norton. What he had? Bird? No, not Birdman. Um, what was he in? Um, he's had some like nominations recently, but this is my favorite performance, I think, from Edward Norton that I've ever seen. Yeah, well, he was in American History X, which is actually another really controversial movie. So it's interesting that he's been in two of these really polarizing movies. Mm-hmm. Um, the Illusionist. 
Oh, I've seen so that one. he's yeah. been in some. He's had some good roles, but I don't think anything close to this. He was amazing mm-hmm. in this. Brad Pitt's great too. Uh, yeah, maybe the best part of the movie. Well, I also well I loved Edward Norton's part, but well, do you have any comments on his wardrobe? Any fashion comments? <laughs> do I? Uh, it's been a while since I've seen the movie. I'm a bit shaky. I could rewatch it just for the fashion. That's another. <laughs> uh, I could talk about his furniture. I like it. Good furniture. <laughs> Ikea. Ikea. Uh, their stock must have risen. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> by a, a decent amount. Definitely. Um, but maybe I shouldn't think about it too much because maybe I'm just one of those catalog kids. It's like, uh, <laughs> love, love that shirt. <laughs> yeah, I just really like how there's so many different things. I could probably watch this movie three or four times and mm-hmm. take away something different. Uh, yeah. If I I wouldn't have I don't think I have the stomach for the gore. Uh, to watch this three or four yeah, times. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, but I mean, it just adds to the realness. I think of yeah. this movie. Um, I enjoyed it. Good movie of the week choice. Yeah, thank you. Do um, you have one in mind for your next one? So we might, because we actually went to uh, a specific, a certain restaurant last night that we're going to do for Chain Gourmet. I think I'm going to keep it a secret. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but we're going to do Chain Gourmet as our next little bit for next pod. Uh, but you know what? Let's, we'll announce it next week. Mm-hmm. But. Love, loving these new segments. Rating. In terms of rating. I, I was kind of conflicted because what did I give prisoners? I think I gave prisoners a nine. Mm-hmm. So this was a really, really good movie. I think I'm going to give this one a nine as well. Oh, good. Two solid films. So I was thinking about giving this a nine and a half. But again, I want to keep my standards low. <laughs> I want to, or I guess high, I should say. Keep my standards high. I don't want to go out and give tens out willy-nilly. I don't want to proclaim that every movie I see is the best movie I've ever seen. So you're going to switch so, it up and watch a Trailer Park Boys movie. <laughs> really get it down. Stop it. Okay. Stop that. Never. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but I'll give this a nine as well. I think there were elements to it that were a little flawed. I think it did drag on a little bit. There were elements that I think could have been removed without compromising the overall themes. But again, I love the twist. I love all the different thematic elements to it. Uh, I definitely want to go back and watch it soon. Mm-hmm. It's a really, really well-rounded movie. Again, I love Fincher. Fincher's one of my favorite directors. I love how his style kind of changes movie to movie a little bit, although he can still keep – you still know it's a Fincher movie. Yep. But there are still elements that he can change and still, you know, remain. You know, he's still, he's still Fincher. Yep. So I'm going to give this one a nine. Different movie than Prisoners, but I think they still have the rewatchability factor. And they're still both really, really quality films by really, really good directors. Dude, great review. <laughs> Thank you. I know we, we'll keep the movie of the week short because we want – basically, we just want you guys to watch these movies with mm-hmm. us, um, kind of see what we think. This one's on Netflix too, right? Uh, Fight Club? I don't think it is. Oh. I don't believe There's so. ways to find this movie. Yes, yeah. there are ways. Um, anyway, I had a really good time for the pod this week, yeah, man. Yeah, I did too. No break, but we uh, we broke out the new studio. I'm really excited about that. Yeah, hope uh, it we'll be able to fantastic. record. In, yes, uh, we hope so. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if we can edit this. So if we can't, this might be like the lost episode. <laughs> but we'll see. I'm hoping we can figure this new software out. <laughs> yeah. But thank you guys so much. Uh, we'll be coming at you next week with some definitely some. I think it'll probably be almost most of it will be an NBA playoff breakdown. Which really excited for that. Obviously, it's a treat for you guys. Definitely. <laughs> if we have any trailers, we'll do some trailer talk. But mm-hmm. we're not going to see any movies in the near future. So, Mm-mm. but thank you guys. 
It's been we really hope you fun. Enjoy our new our new digs, our new sounds. But it's been a pleasure. Thank you guys. Any uh, any last words? Yeah, just just uh, make sure to like our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter. Uh, gotta get those shameless plugs in. Gotta get those shameless plugs in. And you know what? As a as a challenge to you guys, shamelessly plug this to your friends. <laughs> yeah, just, just hey. word of mouth, guys. You uh, you heard of these two kids down in North Carolina doing big things in the podcast game? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you haven't? Let me show you. <laughs> there's there's your pitch right there. Yeah. Go ahead and do that. That's my last thing I got to say to you all. Thank we'd, you. We'd really appreciate that, guys. Thank you so much for your support, and we'll see you next week.